Hi everyone, it's Jill. I wanted to do something a little different this week. I wanted to tell you a tale. There is factual data compiled throughout. A cited list of works I used is on the website. And a good number of researchers and adoption workers maintain the issue is ubiquitous. But many a good tale is born from folklore and misrepresentation. In 2011, Time.com published an article by Terry Poos that opens with, This dog only wants to be judged based on the content of its character, not the color of its fur. The article title was, Are Black Pets Less Likely to Be Adopted? Let's go back to where this all started, where the superstitions of black dogs and cats derived, the Middle Ages. We have all heard the cautionary tales of bad luck should a black cat cross your path, or the portent of a death omen if you meet the big black dog with red glowing eyes who roams the countryside. What was the inception of these widespread myths? Let's begin with black cats. During the Middle Ages, bad black cat superstitions took hold. Some people assigned sinister qualities to them. Normans and Germanic people believed that like the black raven, a black cat was a sign that a death would soon occur. They thought that if a black cat crossed your path, it was bad luck. The fears about black cats spread throughout Europe over time, and sadly, mass killings of black cats took place. Although certain areas of Europe, such as places in the UK, had some positive black cat superstitions, the black feline was often misunderstood and mistreated. The Middle Ages, also called the Dark Ages in Europe, was a time of many superstitions that resulted from early spiritual beliefs and a lack of scientific understanding about nature. The persecution of people accused of being witches is a clear example. Many people believe that witches and black cats work together. Supposedly, the devil sent the black cat to assist in the witch's evil deeds. Additionally, witches were able to turn themselves into black cats so that they could slink around in the shadows casting spells on unsuspecting people. Later, certain religious groups from Europe took their black cat superstition with them to America. Still very enmeshed in some unscientific beliefs, many people within these groups believed that witches and the devil lived among them. Thus, witch hunting became a legitimate and profitable business. And the persecution of suspected witches and cats continued through the Salem witch trials and elsewhere in America. Horrifically, black cats also suffered mass killings on Shrove Tuesdays before Lent. Black cat superstitions had become cemented in American history, and the unfortunate mistreatment of black cats ensued. Eventually, the Halloween black cat emerged to the detriment of real cats across the country. This only served to perpetuate negative attitudes about innocent felines. Both witches and black cats are commonly used today to enhance the fear factor of Halloween. 
Islamic scholars tell of the time that the governor of Medina came to the Prophet Muhammad. He was concerned about the number of stray dogs overrunning the city. These pariah dogs had become a major health issue because of the number of cases of rabies that they were responsible for. At first, Muhammad took the uncompromising position that all the dogs in the realms under his control should be exterminated, and thus issued his command to kill all dogs. On reflection, however, the next day he retracted his decree. He did this for two major reasons. The first was religious, namely that dogs constituted a race of Allah's creatures, and he who created the race should be the one to dictate its removal from earth. The second was more pragmatic. The prophet observed that some categories of dogs, particularly guard, hunting, and shepherd dogs, work and were useful to humans, and hence earned the right to exist. While Muhammad repealed the sentence of death for dogs who work and have useful functions, he allowed it to stand for one class of dogs, namely stray black dogs. The reason for this is that he believed the devil often appears masquerading as a black dog. The idea that a black dog might be the devil probably accounts for the superstition in Ireland that says, if a black dog visits the grave of a priest, it means he had been untrue to his vows. Fast forward to the stigmas black cats and dogs bear today. Shelters have the acronym BDS, meaning black dog syndrome. They recount it to be a phenomenon in which black dogs are passed over for adoption in favor of lighter colored animals. Research has identified it due to geographic location and fear. Some people are simply scared of black dogs. Whether conscious or unconscious, their fear prevents them from giving a black dog a chance. And the fact that large black dogs are often portrayed as aggressive in film and on television are possible correlations. The reason given for black cats, including not only superstition, but also the perception of black as boring compared to other colors. In general... Society correlates black color with evil and misfortune. The national figure estimates that nearly 6.5 million companion animals enter shelters each year. This is not taking into the equation the pets that are at rescues or at independent shelters. And of those 6.5 million, approximately 1.5 million are euthanized. Black animals are often the last to be adopted and the first to be euthanized. But... Thanks to groups like Black Pearl Dogs, photographer Fred Levy of the Black Dogs Project, and shelters making sure their black cat and dog photos are clear and advocating for black pets with incentives like lower fees and special adoption events to encourage the likelihood of a forever home, and most relevant to the success of 45% of all black pets being adopted now is educating people that black cats and dogs are just as loving, playful, silly, cute, and steadfast companions as dogs and cats of any other color and should be adopted. Thanks for listening. Check out A Favor for Freddy website, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We will be highlighting some adoptable black pets in the San Diego area. We would love for you to post photos of adoptable black pets in your area. 
let's get rid of the stereotypes together. Music written and produced by Alex Guzman with additional lyrics by Jamie Channel Guzman. Remember to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. Until next week, and Freddie, until forever. <laughs>